So just a couple things I wanted to touch on. Uh, a couple of my favorite scenes. Rob touched on one of them with the uh, where he keeps going into these monologues about you know all the sh- all the the damage he's done, and she they keep cutting him off. I fucking love that. What does that remind you of? You. punches their opponent first, gets all of the other team's points plus one. Okay. The game ends when you reach 67 points. I have no idea what's going on to you. No idea what's going on to you. Hi, I'm Candy the Final Girl. I told you, Grandma is in hell forever. And I'm Shaun of the Dead. Shut up, you wiener, and go fight her like a hero. <laughs> this is the House of Screams. We're changing it up tonight uh, for season four, my first official episode. Uh, we are doing the 2020 Shudder made film, Psycho Gorman. And tonight we have Erica Wright. There's a new god in town, and his name is Psycho Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Gorman. Bye. <laughs> Rob, the cinema junkie and the weather. I do not care for hunky boys. Or do I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little chill. Nico nice. It would be nicer if you were dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I you know, I'm went into this movie. I'm gonna start us off tonight. I went into this film uh, being dragged. Uh, I dragged myself because I was like, you guys always post trailers and things like that in in, in our group chats. And trailers never impress me. (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Trailers never. I never. I I feel like they're misleading or they don't capture enough. And when I watched the trailer for this, I was not impressed. because I was like, you could this is easily could be fucked up unless it's perfect. You have to get this just right. And so we reluctantly, well, I reluctantly was like, I guess I don't watch this movie. And like 10 minutes on, I'm like, I fucking love this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's so much to cover. Uh, I just wanted to throw that part out that, yeah, uh, thank you guys for, you know, having me put this in schedule because I was really delighted and uh, I had a good time. Uh, We'll start there. I 
so I went into this film. I you guys had talked about this, um, and I had watched the trailer for it, and I was immediately sucked in by the trailer. Um, and and getting candy to watch this, it was kind of like, um, maybe I'll have to watch this on my own. I didn't even know if she was going to do this episode because I wasn't sure if she was going to be into this because it it honestly it didn't seem like the type of film that she would be into. Um, after I watched from it, the trailer, yeah. right? Yeah. After I watched it, I thought, okay, this is a movie that you either love it or you hate it. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved this movie. I think that this was such a great like 80s callback without being too without being overly 80s yeah you know but it was like i i read it i read a uh review and and i won't read the actual review just the 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 topic of the review and the subject of the review was um if if guar and the mighty morphin power rangers had a love child And it and, and that described this perfectly because of the you know you have the rubber suit you know villains and things like that and it just the gore in it was was over the top and amazing um, and this is one of those few movies where I've talked about in the past with CGI works really well in a you know fantasy or sci-fi setting and it worked so well in this and I thought it was really well done yeah uh, Nico so I think um yeah we had all I think Rob and I were like 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 the first ones to really like see this this trailer yeah. and um i think like on a whim it, it had come on voodoo and i remember i remember messaging you rob i was like rob i'm like it's only 15 bucks like should i just get it and you're like yeah fuck it like it's only 15 dollars i'm like you like worst case you wasted 15 dollars best 15 dollars that i ever spent by the way because the movie was so fucking highly entertaining yeah. and i knew yeah. based on the trailers because even he was like dude he's like this is your kind of movie he's like there's there's no way in hell like you're gonna waste 15 bucks on this and be be salty about it and i absolutely wasn't i like 100 loved it and to kind of like go on what um sean was just saying one review that i saw compared it to if marvel and trauma had a baby it's psycho gorman yeah <laughs> and i and i think i think you know both what, what he said with uh guar meeting the the power rangers and marvel and trauma i think those are very accurate descriptions of this movie it's batshit crazy like off the wall goodness for fucking 90 minutes or whatever it is and I, I don't know I, I no that that's you know I mean, the only the only disappointment to the movie, and I will say, and it has nothing to do with the movie itself, is the fact that Joe Bob is not showing this on the last drive-in. It's coming out the day before the last drive-in. It's premiering on on the, that Thursday before. I just think this is like the perfect drive-in movie for him to show. Would be is something yeah, like this. Yeah, agreed. Um, Erica. Ah, uh, so. I was also hesitant to watch this thing. I, I did not even see the trailer first. I just read the synopsis. I thought, oh, God, please not another heartwarming, kid-friendly sci-fi horror movie. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Rip off. Like, as a kid, I fucking hated E.T. I know this is, like, blasphemy to a lot of people who have really fond memories of that, whatever. First I thought, well, then I watched, I watched E.T., like, again, as an adult, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something, and still hated it. Maybe hated it more. Um, <laughs> I thought, is this going to be like an E.T. thing, or is it going to be kind of like The Gate, which I did like a bit better when I watched it again, you know, for our episode. No. But still not something I would would be a go-to movie for me. 
Um, so I was like so pleasantly surprised by this. Like, yeah, it kind of pays homage to those kid-friendly movies, but it turns those tropes on their head, and it is just hilarious. Oh and, and just like uh, like really morally wrong on so many levels, but that's part of the charm and the humor of it. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. Uh, Dave? So I, I bought this movie on my Voodoo before you even announced it on the schedule, So I, but I hadn't watched it yet. And uh, while well, everything you guys say is true, it, it, it's great in a lot of ways. There was a couple of things in it that tripped me up and sort of have total enjoyment in it. I guess we'll get into those. I don't have to go into them now. But there was just a few little things that, like, just threw me off just a little bit. But maybe because it wasn't what I was expecting or um, something rang a little hollow. But uh, overall, yeah, totally entertaining. A couple of times I totally laughed out loud. Um, <laughs> Uh, my my favorite scene was when um, Psycho Gorman's doing the, doing the montage about him conquering all the other worlds, and he's got obviously unlimited you know uh, magical powers, but he's driving the big giant mech, and he's like <laughs> stepping on people with it. It's like I, I I try to picture why is he even driving the mech if he's got these powers? He probably just wants to. He just wants to drive the big mech, squashing people with it. I thought that was pretty funny. But there's a couple of things we'll get into that that threw me off a little bit in my I, I have I have a Let's call it a bitch. A bitch about me. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple, but nothing too major. Love this movie. It, it's it's not mega. Um, yeah, but... Rob. Yeah, so I was actually, this was on my radar for a while because uh, this was from a uh, director, Stephen uh, Kostansky, I believe is how you say his last name. And uh, he was part of the Astron 6 group. And they they did a bunch of stuff. Uh, of course, they, he did the Void, yes. which uh, I really yes I really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Um, they did. Uh, they, it's funny that you mentioned Trauma because uh, he actually worked with Trauma when he did uh, Father's Day, and uh, me and Erica were just talking about Father's Day before the show. <laughs> and uh, good fucking lord, Father's Day. <laughs> uh, uh, but also um, he uh, he did a, another movie called Manborg. Uh, huge fan of Manborg. And uh, also, uh, uh, he did a, a short, like, fake trailer for a certain character that actually shows up in the movie, and that's Biocop. And, uh, <laughs> and I love the fact that this movie is essentially an origin story for Biocop. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love Biocop, so when he showed up, I was like, it's Biocop! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, I-, I definitely just I, I wrote a short review and it was like this this is a movie that feels like it was made just for me right. like I, I love every single thing about this movie like the the gore effects the the, the comedy is just like my my favorite like, like Dave was talking about laugh out loud moments when uh they're doing the montage and like how like he he's going around with them and they're walking with the street eating ice yeah. cream and the, and the kid is like a uh, hey asshole Nice Halloween costume, and he explodes the kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just keeps and just keeps it moving. Like also like how he tells these like his stories about his origins, and they keep cutting them off. Yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah. this is so boring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh yeah, like I, I know, I know you, I, I know you want to get into a candy, but uh, I, I just gotta say, I fucking love Mimi. Like I, I know every, I, I've I've seen a lot of hate for her, even our I'm our, 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 our up Mimi. Actually, I heard a few. You, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, our boy, uh, uh, Mike, uh, from Atkins Undisputed. When uh, right before I seen it, he had seen it before I did, and uh, he kind of gave it like a lukewarm review. 
And he was like, yeah, the, the effects are nice and all that stuff, but uh, I couldn't get into it. So I wanted to find out why, because me and Mike agree more than we disagree. So I wanted to find out why he disagreed. And uh, he was like, uh, uh, and I was like, come on. And he was like, it was it was the girl, Rob. I fucking hated her. <laughs> it, it was Mimi. And I was like, oh. And then I watched it, and I was like, but I, I adore Mimi, <laughs> you know? It's kind of like the reverse uh, Monster Squad. You know, you have the the uh, the little girl who befriends the monster and the older brother who's shitty to her, kind of. But, like, she befriends the monster in this one, but she's, she's shitty to the brother, you know? Yeah. Like, incredibly shitty. As a matter of fact, I actually hated Luke. Yeah, like yeah, he's kind of a bitch on this. Yeah, like, he's he's such a fucking pussy. I hated him. Like yeah. everybody's like Mimi, 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 and I'm like cat makeup when they do crazy balls. You notice? Yeah, yeah, the fucking yeah. pussy. <laughs> You're gonna say pussy. Yeah. It, it's it's, it's absolutely you, fitting. It's funny you say that, Rob, because Erica had, had touched on it when she said that the, it kind of turns the tropes on their head, and I was gonna bring that up because I was thinking about the gate. And how how, you know, you have the main character who's the little brother and the older siblings, you know, or the older kids, they all shit on him. Yeah. And in this one, you know, it flips that around to where the main character's the asshole. Yeah. You know, and but it but it was she was a lovable asshole to me. Like I it was she was such a bitch. But yeah. it was great. <laughs> no, she's great. Like even from the opening, she, she's making him dig his own fucking grave. He's like, "Hurry up, come on!" And then, uh, yeah. and then when she's in the bed and shit, that the like she's asking about the monsters. I want to know so I can I can make sure it takes Luke first. Yeah. And, like you can, see, and you can see she means that shit. She's not joking yeah. or anything. She no, really no. means that shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing delicate about Mimi. Oh you know? no, no, not at all. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, Nico. If we're talking about, you know, best characters in this movie, we got to talk about Alistair. Alistair's the best fucking character in this movie. I mean, that that poor little dude, like, he becomes like that brain with the tentacles, and he's like the most endearing character. And I don't know if we can really spoil, but the ending, I think, is fucking priceless. Yeah. Yeah. With Alistair. Like, <laughs> I have a friend, like she she's obsessed with Psycho Gorman ever since I told her. I was like, I actually gave her like my voodoo. I was like, here, just watch Psycho Gorman. Like, I promise you'll love it. And by the end of it, she's like, that was the greatest fucking movie like I've ever seen. And I love Alistair. To the point, to the point. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dave. When he's crawling away in that one scene, he's leaving yeah. like a little snail trail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was Listen, I, I love I love Alistair so much in this movie that when Cavity Colors released the um T-shirt line and there was no Alistair, I bought none of the fucking T-shirts. Just oh. just because I need an Alistair shirt. It for Alistair. I did, only, but again, he he's promising that in the next wave that we will get an Alistair T-shirt. They actually do have, um, I think it's plasticmeatball.com actually she has like the license for this for some like uh, merchandise there's actual like those reaction for like kenner style figures of psycho gorman and the um the angel and eventually mimi's coming with luke and alistair are coming yeah. there's actually they actually had mimi's sunglasses they had um the they, yeah and it says it says it says uh frig off on the on the arm too and they have um what else do they have? Oh, they have an Alistair beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> and a Psycho Gorman beach said. towel. And Psycho... And here's the thing, too. Like, what I thought was interesting, like, they actually had, like, Psycho Gorman, like, birthday favors, like, party favors, and, and kids betting. So, I mean, 
I know it's a kind of gory movie, but I mean, realistically, this really, I mean, aside from the gore, is it really that bad for kids? No. Because I mean, no. it's it's well, basically I like. For younger, I'd show it to them. Maybe the stranger part. Like, maybe, <laughs> but like, I I feel like I don't know, like the um, I mean, aside from the gore, like I it it almost seems like a PG thirteen like like, like little monsters of the style. Eighties horror, you know, yeah. that was geared towards kids. It's, it's like almost like, like it's almost like like, like like where it was like, like critters in a way, right? Like, think yeah. of how horrifying I, fucking I, labyrinth was. To, I would to say, yeah, yeah, I would say it's more like rated R suburban commando. <laughs> yeah, I, I could I could see that. Yeah, but I mean, like it, it really it really now. felt like a like they don't even really curse in this movie. I don't think they even no, really curse at all, do they? Yeah, and you know, I don't. I mean, I mean, we just call Luke a pussy, but nobody calls him a pussy in the movie. Not even Mimi. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence with her. I'll be honest. She's you know I I get that's where the character should be, but like it is a bit much at times. But I get the love for Mimi because a lot of girls love Mimi. <laughs> yeah, I love Mimi too. Yeah. <laughs> and Rob likes Mimi too, or loves yeah, Mimi yeah, too. So. Yeah. Which Thank is like you, uh, no, like also um this my limited uh hunky boy edition uh Blu-ray. It <laughs> oh, actually it actually comes with uh trading cards. Well, I, and, I don't think my Blu-ray that's coming comes with trading cards and I gotta look at it. I don't up. think it yeah, because the hunky boy one was like super limited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this was a super limited edition. It. Uh it, it came from Canada. It also came yeah. with the soundtrack too. Speaking of speaking of two real quick, not, not to not to jump in Rob, but like there was an actual there's a diner chain in yeah. Canada that actually had like how like we get like cups for like Marvel and Star Wars. They actually have like drinking glasses for Psycho Gorman. Like they were selling it like normally, like when you what buy like a, a combo meal. Known in that I like it in the future. I would have asked my mom to hook me up. But uh <laughs> also like that. Yeah, and that's like the house guest, right? Yeah, that's house guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a uh, I'm going to jump in for just a sec. Uh, I want to talk Mimi, but first I want to, um, I did reach out on in our socials media and, um, and this is just, I'm just going to read some of our responses that we got on Twitter in response to this film. Um, our friend Larry, who is a past guest and will be returning for a couple episodes uh, coming up. Uh, he said, I like it, but I don't love it. But that hunky boy line is hilarious. Mm. <laughs> And then the neighbor at the neighbor 20 said, this movie was freaking awesome. I think the character that was just a bunch of body parts in a vat was my favorite. Such amazing gore the whole way through. And then Patrick Vicious at Alleyway Crew says, it was really fun. I love the effects and performances, especially Mimi and Greg, which kind of sidebarred off into me and Rob talking about Mimi on uh, Twitter. And I want to I talk about Mimi for just a second. Because I know it's inevitable. And here's my opportunity. Um, okay. My one bit with this this film. And I'm using bitch because it it, it works in this. And maybe it's a little ghoul's night out spilling over. But uh, my one bit with this is that all the women, they made them terrible. Pandora, uh, the mom, the long-suffering mother who's working all the time, taking care of the kids. But, but dad gets all the glory. And mom's just being a mom. You know what I'm saying? She's trying. So I'm like, why was she portrayed to be so... It, it was just the perspective. So I'm thinking about the people watching this who aren't thinking deeply. They're just coming across like... And then we've got Mimi, who is just like this absolute bossy, controlling, Powerhouse. I'm the best, you know, I'm the freaking best, you know, type. 
And a lot of people, you know, I mean, I, my, my guesstimate on Twitter because of just the research I did is it, it's a 50-50. Either people love her or they fucking hate her uh, with Mimi. And I think um, why I like Mimi is I see little candy in her. Um, I was never quite that extreme, but I, I grew up and it was just all boys. And so, I mean, but I've always been girly. And just like she is, she likes, she's worried about her appearance. You know, she wants to be fashionable with her sunglasses and her outfits and her hair. But she has to be the best. She's the champion. She's the tomboy. But she's also very feminine. You know, and, and I see, I see young me in that. Um, and as you guys know, I'm a little bit bossy. I always have to be the leader. Just here, you see that. But you guys know me better than that, too. Um, I'm bossy. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a natural leader and and game wise be glad you guys don't play games. I mean there are games that are outlawed. I have to be the best. I have to fucking win. Monopoly is not allowed and I have some some cool fucking monopolies. But they're like we can't play Monopoly with you Candy. One I always win and two I don't win well. Yeah. <laughs> she beat, she beat me with just the railroads. I won. I I beat the whole family owning just the railroads. I have to be the best. I have to always win. I'm vicious at any game. I am the best. You know. I just have a quick so question. That, how the hell do you actually of... how do you actually win a monopoly? Because I feel like that game never ends and nobody actually wins. <laughs> well, we we all give up because she just takes yeah. everything. No, okay. no, actually I bankrupted everybody with the railroads. Okay. Yeah. Now that takes skill, and I'm just what about saying, now? I'm what about saying. Uno? But you know, so I saw a little bit of Young Candy and also Grown Up Candy in there. Um, so I liked her, and I I thought I liked you know she was a bit much, but I'm a bit much, so I like that. But I but my one complaint again is I really felt like all the females, even the like you know extraterrestrial females, were kind of portrayed as bitches. And I don't, I don't like that. And I'm sure maybe Erica can e- echo that sentiment. Like none of the females were portrayed well. No, yeah, I, it's like, it, oh, sorry, Rob. Go no, ahead. go ahead. I'm, I'm curious about what you think. No, um, I mean, honestly, I think that the men are more portrayed like bitches because the the but father. Glory, it's like, oh, the conscience, oh, no, look, the long-suffering not, dad, but the mom's such a bitch. Yeah, but he just goes on uh, along with it because he's a poor schmuck, you know, who's a lazy son of oh, a bitch, you know what I'm saying? And he's just, a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, he really yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. dad gets the high yeah. fives, dad, and maybe that's just me projecting, but, but, you know, but, but hold on, Mimi. Me. But, hold on. but she's also a daddy's girl, too, in the movie. Right. Yeah. And, and hold on, Candy, what happens when he goes, he gets the high five? Yeah. He gets his shit ri- almost ripped off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that's what that's what he gets. Mom being the bad cop, sometimes I'm usually the bad cop. You know, as a parent, moms usually have to be bad cop because we're like, did you clean your room? Did you take your vitamins? Did you do this? And dad, get, they're like, hey dad, this is like cool thing happened to me. And I'm like, hey, I want to have fun with you. So like I'm looking at this as little Candy, who was a little bit of Mimi, and then Mom Candy, who's you know, kind of like, but I want to have fun, but somebody has to make sure that things are getting done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just felt like I, I wanted to see them in a more positive light, a little bit. I think I wouldn't want to change too much because it would take away from the film, but just a little bit. So like not a complete bitch, like she does end up apologizing. Okay, cool. But you right. know. I think, I just think they're just extra tough, like, uh, you know, and it's just perception that's the, you. I, I have to be holder, but how many people are going to think deeply enough to analyze this yeah, shit? Most people yeah, don't. Most right, people. right, right. Absolutely, that's absolutely, absolutely. I, I, well, I, I think, think it's just 
the way they portrayed the, the the girls is just tougher than the dudes because of, like specifically when uh uh psycho gorman uh he pg he like he does that shit where he eats the 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 mouth opens up and like he swallows them whole and it, and you see Luke he's like nearly throwing up and Mimi's just like so enamored she's like oh my god this is the coolest like this is the coolest shit ever to her you know and this is like yeah yeah that's that's basically the the, the portrayal right there well, that the, somebody got that you know and like I said I I wouldn't want to change it because I really overall like the feel of the film but I just want people to think about it a little bit and recognize that strength and not bitchiness yeah. But right. you know, at the same at the same flip of the coin, I don't think people are going to Psycho Gorman to think deeply. Which so they come <laughs> off as bitches because a lot of men. I'm 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 not trying to attack, but a lot of men they see strong women and they think they're bitches. No, 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 absolutely, absolutely. That's that's exactly what's happening here. Um, Thank you. They, they'll they'll look at the, the, especially Mimi and just like oh my god the, the Mimi and it's like you know like I can understand you know Mimi's being a bit much but uh, the, you can tell there's a lot of uh, it wouldn't out there if yeah. she had been. Yeah, but you know what though? Not for nothing. Like it's kind of interesting. Like they, they flip the dynamic where like the younger sibling is like yeah. the one yeah. that's in control, like bossing around. Like the you know, it's almost like the like like Vacation tried that with the remake where like the younger brother was bullying the older brother. I mean that I I thought it was funny, but I think that this is uh done a little bit better with you know the fact that it's a younger sister like bullying her older brother and basically telling him like bitch do this, bitch do that, and he's like okay Mimi, what is yeah. wait wait what what's the what's the from uh from Eddie Murphy Raw when he's like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she don't want to fuck right now. She want to make love. Yeah, that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I just, is there any more Mimi talk that anybody wants yes. to have? Erica? Yeah, yes. I've got some more Mimi talk, too. Erica first. Erica first. Okay, yeah. I, I bet we both had things to say. So I, I watched this movie twice in the last 48 hours. Like, uh, you know, one for the first impression, then I enjoyed it. It's like, okay, I got to watch this again and try to glean stuff I missed the first time. Uh, yeah, I, at first I thought, oh my gosh, Mimi's like such a, like, she's hilarious, but she's just like this really difficult child. And as someone who doesn't have children, but I worked with children for a while. Like I was a mentor for gifted students with public schools for like a year and a half, years and years ago. And I also, um, with the dojo I was involved with, it turned into actually a literal cult. I taught children's classes for a while, uh, you know, for a hot minute. And then I broke away from that, kept teaching the children's classes for the, uh, the city parks and rec, but did not refer them to the cult. But I thought, I just like started to hate working with children. And it, it was always those kids who were so assertive they made my life difficult i was like ah so at first i was like dang she's like such a pain in the ass like i i would not want her as a student or whatever but then i thought you know as a girl i wish i had her spunkiness and her courage um because i was definitely not socialized to be assertive and like when i watched it the second time i thought yeah i, I really like mimi like how she stands up for herself even though yeah she's a bit much but i enjoy she's her. not gonna take any shit yeah, and even when she's just being awful, at least, you know, for the sake of this movie, she's uh, funny. But yeah. it does kind of bring back to these, like, gender stereotypes. If you saw male characters behaving the way women are in, the, in these films, like, I don't think they would be judged the same way. In fact, that women right. are as overly assertive, you know, quote-unquote bitchy or something. And by comparison, the, most of the male characters, except for PG, are very weak. 
Yeah. Um, I, I think it's one of those tropes that gets flipped. Um, but yeah, on the second watch, it's like, yeah, I, I dig Mimi. I kind of wish I had, you know, had more of her guts when I was a little kid. Without yeah. the the burgeoning psychopathy, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like you know, it says little girl, big psychopath. I'm like, that's just her. Yeah. I know. I was gonna say, it's like, is the big psycho Mimi? Like, not not actually psycho Gorman. I wore my psycho earrings for her. Nice. I love the earrings today, but yeah. Um, Dave. So a couple of things. So what, uh, at the beginning, I said that this movie, like, I, I almost loved it, and it, this movie like sidestepped my expectations in a lot of ways at, at several different mm-hmm. moments. And the first thing was uh, the Mimi uh, Luke relationship. At the beginning, they're playing the, the crazy ball, and you think, oh, this is really cute. They have a nice, healthy competition. And I, and maybe um, I'm such a Pollyanna, but I wanted them to have that great sibling relationship that I never had with my like my sister, although she was older, she would have been Mimi. She would have been the one gladly sacrificing me to the demon god, you know, for her own benefit. And I was hoping that they were, I was hoping that Mimi and Luke would actually have a good relationship. And it turned out that Mimi is just horrible to him throughout the entire film. And I just wanted that. And another thing was the dad. That was where I really like, wow. I, I was expecting it to be like a cute family, like um, uh, uh, what was the one that Michael J. Fox was in, that sitcom? Family Ties. Family Ties. I was, I was kind of getting that vibe, and, and like when he tells them they have to fill in the hole, and they vote him to do it, and he says okay, and then he, he starts complaining about his his hand, and I thought okay, he's being funny, Dad. You know, he was really being a bitch. You know. Like, yeah. And like, so dad was just a fucking useless piece of shit in this. Even at, yeah. the, even at the very end of the movie, his wife, his poor long-suffering wife, has to drag yes. his sorry dead fucking yeah. ass off, right? And so, so that threw me off. I was, I wanted dad to be not be that piece of shit. I wanted dad to be a good, fun dad, you know. And he wasn't. He was awful. You know, he he fucks up the microwave, and she's bitching. But by the way, which is one of my pet peeves. Cover yeah. your fucking food. Cover your fucking food in the microwave, people. What are you animals? As someone who cleans the microwave, <laughs> I had that emotion Cover. about that. I was like, no, my God, you know think how hard I'll be to clean. Uh, you know, my my uh, ancestor didn't come across in the Mayflower, so you could fuck up my microwave, people. And uh, but the, but the <laughs> one, but the one thing that that took me by surprise that I loved was that uh, when the beginning, uh, the uh, the Templars. Mm-hmm. are such assholes. Like, I love that. They're so self-righteous and so proud of their society, their, their, their you know, civilization. They're, they're the height of all things, and they're such douchebags. And I love that part. I love and, see, seeing people who, who are so full of themselves, and you see they're really no better than him at all. Right, you know, and they're the heroes. I feel the, like they were symbolic. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep on that if I can just jump in. I knew from the first second, I'm like, these are supposed to be the good guys, but I know that they're the bad guys. I knew the, it immediately. And they're the slave masters making these, grinding these people down to build their but fucking they're very pyramids. righteous. They're with the their good guys, right? So I like that little twist, too, that the, 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 the Templars were actually just the huge douchebags. Um, that's what I mean about this movie. It sidestepped my expectations in a lot of ways, but maybe it's just because I'm an idiot. I don't know. But 
it, it took me off guard in a lot of ways. Um, I, didn't I wouldn't say that. you're an idiot. I think it's because like you're we're, we're so used to like you know the way that that horror movies are portrayed, like of the formula, and then something like this comes along and kind of right. flips it, where you know we're we're taken aback. We're like, holy shit! Like this is something completely different. Yeah, no, like honestly, like, like second time, and these are second right. Time. And this is this is one of those films where like. You know, we we talk about horror movies, horror, horror. This doesn't really specifically belong to any one genre. This is like no, one of those like a it's a it's definitely like a like a genre bending film, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like I, I would actually I would actually put it up there with Donnie Darko, where you know it's no, it's no kind of its own it. right. It's kind of its own. I mean, it would go to horror because you know of the amazing creature effects and the gore like by default, but realistically, you know, it's its own thing. Like it's like its own genre no, of it, of movie. Is is that exactly like that's what I wanted to say? It's also with the you could say that it's it's a movie that where they ask you to sympathize. Well, like you to, to think you sympathize with the villain and Psycho uh-huh. Gorman is the villain, but they don't try to make him sympathetic in any way. He's the same fucking asshole from beginning to end. Mimi as well. Yes, and you just you just fall in love with them because they really just nothing fucking changes evil. in those yeah. dynamics. Right, right, right. And, he and just re- goes on to be even more evil at the end. And realistically, yeah. And realistically, they're. But they're the only two realistically throughout the whole movie that they they remain themselves and stay true to their their characters and their traits. Mm-hmm. Yes. They never they never like how like you know they brought up the whole Templars like the Templars think they're holier than now and mm-hmm. this is how things should be versus how Psycho Gorman is pretty much like fuck it like I'm the anti-hero real, realistically and you like you said you fall in love with him you fall in love with Mimi because like at least they never compromise themselves just for the betterment of like you know plot or or story or whatever they they stay true they never break their character with even with her that. apology is kind of <laughs> kind of yeah. half-assed it's, half-assed. A, it's a half-assed apology it's she's like, not gonna say right it. No, she doesn't like, even want to say it right Right, but like, like those, those two, like you, you can't help but fall in love with both of them only because they stay true to themselves. They never, ever stray from you know who they are. They, they, they stick to their beliefs, and that's actually kind of they do. Yeah, like there's, 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 you know, honestly, I know I don't want to jump, to, but I really hope like we do get a sequel to this. It's, I'm, and I'm sure we're probably going to. Yeah, I love I'm, I'm sure. Up. I'm sure we are. We we got immediate responses when I put this on social media, yeah. so. A lot of people are really excited to hear this episode. Um, I cut Sean off earlier, so I want to jump him back in, and then we'll go to Erica. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm bad that, you know, bossy over here. <laughs> so just a couple things I wanted to touch on. Uh, a couple of my favorite scenes. Rob touched on one of them with the uh, where he keeps going into these monologues about, you know, all the sh- all the, the damage he's done, and she they keep cutting him off. I fucking love that. What does that remind you of? You. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I come home from work. She's like, how was your day? And I'm, I get like two seconds into it and she starts telling me about her day. And I'm like, oh, OK. But uh, he does that groan when they cut him. Yeah. He does that kind of. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but and, and Dave, you were talking about the dad being a, just a complete son of a bitch. Like there were some scenes with him that I thought were fucking hilarious. The one where he's on the toilet yeah. and, and right PG's face comes in and keeps giving him the fucking directions. And he's, he's just like, Oh, yeah. And it's, I love that. And then, and then the other one was when the, when he, he gets the new TV and he, you know, he, the wife, he tells the wife, she's gonna have to pick up a couple of shifts to pay for it. And she's, looking at him like- and she, she calls him lazy. And he's like, 
How dare you call me that? My teachers used to call me that, and my parents used to call me that. Shame on you. I have a BA in, BA in English. What do you have? Yeah, a like job. A <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, I love Greg, too. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, something that, that uh, one of the uh, comments that she had posted from uh, our uh, Twitter was uh, they talked about the when the, uh, the, Obsid- the Templar Obsidian came. And our, our our Power Ranger villains uh, <laughs> teleported in, and the the bucket with all the body parts <laughs> in, and and they're all kicking the shit out of PG, and then here comes the bucket, and just blood, it just shoots blood. That's what it does. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and like when, and I'm thinking like he's gonna, it's gonna be like machine guns or something, you know, and it's just spurting blood, and I'm just like, yeah. the most useless fucking villain ever. <laughs> Right, I thought maybe it would at least be acid that burns. <laughs> just blood, because it's a bunch of body parts. <laughs> like a like food processor or something. Right, right. <laughs> but, but, I, I just want to chime in that that bucket right there. Funny enough, um, is actually voiced by uh for fans of Red Letter Media is actually voiced by Red Letter Media's Rich Evans. He even does his uh trademark uh oh my god before he gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. What, what, me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, you cut out for a second. I was like, did you just say my name? No, I uh, stuttered, actually. <laughs> I didn't cut out. I just kind of stuttered. I did it. Say my name. Oh, okay. Say my name. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah, That's so I'm kind of scrolling back, you know, a bit to, like, something other people mentioned. Um, yeah, there's two types of people in this movie. They're overt bad guys, and then there's bad guys pretending to be good guys. It's a deeply cynical film, um, so it's like, yeah, like technically none of these characters have really redeeming qualities, but you do like the characters who are honest about the fact that they're evil or that they just want to cause chaos or that they just, you know, are in it for themselves. Uh, when you have the like the um, the Templar characters, or they have these grand rules, and it's like, well, yes, the 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 code says many things, but I'm doing this, you know, like my verdict <laughs> um, is death. That was, was a like, little bit of irony. I think yeah. we know. Yes, yes, I think, yeah, absolutely. So I, I just like the fact that there are really no heroes in this film. Just there, there are people who are transparent about their evilness, or um, yeah, or they're uh, just hiding it, and they have this facade of goodness or whatever. And the other thing I wanted to mention was like uh, the the complete dismissal of religion or a higher power intervening yeah like uh, i remember like some of these classic sci-fi films i saw in the 50s even though they're about aliens it's like you have characters asking god for help or yeah. for guidance or whatever <laughs> like mimi like it seems like it's gonna be one of those heartwarming scenes she's like haha gotcha you know kind of thing Good question or, zebra <laughs> what glasses should i wear <laughs> it's like i do a, a mean I mean impression decided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I mean that was funny and uh, in contrast of the is it Pandora who's the the Templar uh, you know alien woman. Yes. You're like oh that was so like creepy in that scene where she she crushes that human woman into this cube and then like smashes it and just rubs it all over her body to transform into the likeness of that woman. It's like oh, okay so she's supposed to be the good guy. Yeah, it's like yeah that's not the mm-hmm. good guy. It's like ooh okay yeah. <laughs> um, you know she's 
but she's very whatever their religion is she's very religious like the gods will save yeah. us from this evil and i have my holy sword and like none of that and if helps. i don't like what god has to say i'm gonna use my fucking holy sword anyway yeah exactly so it's like yeah i i love the um yeah that that whole hypocrisy theme in this but it, it was kind of interesting to see how they were just like, yeah, we're just going to leave religion out of this. It either doesn't matter or it's not going to help in this situation. Um, that pissed the hell out of some reviewers on Amazon. I don't know if you read Amazon reviews for the, the Blu-ray or DVD. Oh, my gosh, this woman, I, I think it's a woman. She wrote pages saying this movie has no, no moral compass. And, uh, <laughs> um, this, and? That, that's the point. This is what why does it need funny. one? Right. He's like, well, it, it, I don't know. Yeah. So like, she gave it like a one star review, uh, or at least I, I don't know. I'm assuming it was a woman. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, pull that up. But yeah, she wrote pages worth. It was like mad about the blasphemy part, and she was just mad about the characters not. Oh no, it wasn't a woman. Michael Mood Groove wrote immoral. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we just naming names now. Oh shit! Yeah, so <laughs> out. Like, what's up? You want to like just see a really, really long ass review on Amazon? Somebody who hated this movie, and it's all about the immorality. But interestingly, this person—they're clearly a gore hound. Like, they've seen a Serbian film, Sallow Cannibal Holocaust, but they're gonna criticize this for not having a moral compass. <laughs> it sounds okay, like a. It's a that sounds like a fucking troll. Yeah. Maybe, but it's it's clearly satire. It's a parody of these like kid friendly tropes. Um and, and like one of my favorite parodies of the kid friendly or you know, like kid message movie things was that moment where uh Mimi's dad pulls her over near the end and he's like, you know, when I was a kid and this weirdo outside my school pulled up in his van and said, Do you wanna see my baseball cards? And he's like, I got in his van and you think it's gonna be this horror story that he was yeah, molested yeah. Right. and he's like he had all these mid-conditioned baseball cards, and I had a great time. <laughs> it was the greatest day of my life. But he's, he's, he's the, the worst father like ever. So yeah, he yeah. sucks. So he's telling his kid to get in the van with the weird stranger. Yeah. It might be I think okay. He's to hold her own on that situation. Like she fucks somebody oh, right. up. But, you know. I'm so uncomfortable. Right, right. So he's like, you should trust your homicidal monster friend or whatever it was that he said. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I just love how that was the complete opposite of every like 1980 stranger danger pamphlet ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, okay, Amazon reviewer, how can you not laugh at this movie? Like, do not take it some seriously. Some people need to unclench their assholes. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this movie wasn't for you, so just move on. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was the, the Erica was talking about the blasphemous scene, and it's like that's where Mimi takes full control when after she takes the the crucifix and snaps it in half, and yeah. just like yeah, yeah and, and and you realize that's that's what wins uh pg over at the end like where he doesn't need the amulet anymore because he found his kindred spirit in mimi because she's just as fucking evil as he is well that you know, was a scene early on when he takes the amulet uh from the paladin or uh, from the templars and crushes mm -hmm. it so that connects back to that scene right he he, mm -hmm. he realizes that she's you know a, a kindred spirit because of that yeah right right he's just he realizes he doesn't need it anymore because he's found love and he he, he just loves this girl because she teaches them like you know what well, they teach each other kind of <laughs> that they can be as evil we're as possible both and we're okay with that 
Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And, she and, teaches and, her how to love. I can love this little monster, and she can love me. And and, and a little and I, blowing the kiss scene, I I kind of like. And so. and I like I, I like how the deal they make is that uh, oh just don't don't kill uh, my family, and uh, I don't give a shit about anybody else. <laughs> and it, it yes. my. My man PG turns into a fucking kaiju and starts destroying cities, and they're just like, "Oh well, let's 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 take the stupid ass follower of ours to the hospital." <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, I I like I like that, and that 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 made me laugh with that Erica was talking about because it's like, oh, there's no moral compass. Well, that's the fucking point, dude. Like, <laughs> do we need a moral compass? We don't. You have we, your own. We, Not for we, them. Don't. Yeah, you should have your own moral compass. Yeah. If you if you're looking if you're looking for morality to, from fucking movies something's wrong with you dude yeah you know, like if you're not built with a moral compass you got a problem like yeah no 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 movie should challenge that you know <laughs> like go watch the fucking seven hundred club if that's the case yeah <laughs> even but, so. But I, I, yeah, but I, moral compass don't watch the 700 Club. Just oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was just being a dick. But see, that's your paladins right there. Um, uh, yeah. Did I say yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, but I, I kind of wanted to get into uh the his inspirations because we was talking about it earlier. The, the director, um, he five movies that would get you into like the vein of what he was trying to accomplish, and that was Galaxy of Terror. Class of 1999, uh, Sinjinor, hmm. uh, 2 Dark Hero, one of my all-time favorites, as well as Class of 1999, and uh, Virus with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Considering yeah. like mm-hmm. the effects work in here, that uh, I, I kind of wanted to segue into that, use that to segue into the effects work because I know uh, um, yeah. that was that was one of uh, my uh, things that got me to to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean too, I know. The, oh, yeah. And it's like that, like he, the the director is also a makeup effects guy. He did all the makeup effects himself with his little team, and just dear God, they're fucking phenomenal. These are like, and it's real practical effects. Like you know, they use like some special effects here and there. Like they use stop motion, and it's like really like 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 fucking jumpy stop motion, the old school stop motion. <laughs> yeah, it but it, it like it works. It fell eighties. Yeah, it's authentic. It works for this kind of movie. But like, like you just—that's the stuff that you know you grew up watching, you know, and uh, you look back at it now, and it's just like it, it doesn't hold up. But like, you still love it because it still reminds you of like you. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what this movie does to me. It's just like it reminds me of my youth, you know. And that's why I said like I felt like it was made for me because it reminds me of all the things I loved. From like watching Guyver two and Class of 1999, those Galaxies of Terror, you know those movies that he that, that he recommended, that those were his inspirations to, to make this kind of movie. And it's like, yeah, like it's just it's beautiful to watch, you know, like the that that the the Knight Templar, like the the main one, the the one that comes after, she looks extraordinary. The the, the like, yeah, she looks extraordinary. Uh, uh, PG looks extraordinary too. Like, and he he did say that it, it, the inspiration for designing PG was like based off like cartoon villains, like you know Skeletor and Shredder, and like you know like, and it's true because like, you know, as much as we love, yeah, yeah, he's yeah he's a big fan of that one. Yeah. Um, but like, and it's true. Like, there's one thing to point out. Like, when you watch these cartoons and stuff, and you love the Ninja Turtles. 
you love Thundercats and all that stuff. Like they're the heroes, but Shredder <laughs> looks fucking cool. We have to admit that. Shredder looks fucking cooler than the Ninja Turtles. Mumra looks cooler than the fucking Thundercats. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, of course, like, you know, you see PG over there and it's like, yeah, 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 I'm rocking with this dude. Like, even though he's pure fucking evil, like, he doesn't even try to hide it. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm rocking not with scared. No, Mimi's not scared. She, she loves him. He's like a, he's like a pet, you know, but like she grows <laughs> to like to respect him. And uh, he grows to respect her, and they just become kindred spirits, and you know that's why he spares them at the end. And it's just mm-hmm. so endearing, even though it's honestly fucking like, I love the terrible. When you, right, the, <laughs> and these catches you know, it. <laughs> right, it, it, it's endearing as much as it's fucking terrible when you think that you know these yeah. beings are pure evil and they're able to find love with each other, you know, and right. like you know, and a, and a kind of and a kind of way of a girl and her dog, you know, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I fucking love this movie. Um, Nico. I was gonna say I I feel like you know I brought it up earlier where it's almost like a like a Bizarro like Marvel trauma movie, and it almost feels like if like Mimi's like akin to Loki in those movies, mm-hmm. and especially like like being obsessed with like you know the Infinity Stone because you know as we all know Loki's obsessed with like the Tesseract in in the yeah. Marvel movies, so it's almost like. You know, if if Loki was a female and a little girl, got the Infinity Stone and had a My Pet Thanos, only it's Psycho Gorman. And like the <laughs> Avengers weren't as morally, you know, on the up and up as they seemed on the surface. And, you know, they fail completely. It's almost like Infinity War, basically. Only, you know, I, I guess for Rob, this is more entertaining because he hates Infinity War so much. <laughs> but... No, you I know, hate movie, so I, I'm I, like kind of trying I, to hang in. Uh, but this is this is almost oh, hold like, on, like, hold like on, hold on, Nico, Nico. I I did a rewatch of it and uh, I've lightened up on it. So, so, like 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 a smidge, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I gave it I gave it uh, three and a half. I think three and a half or four stars. Uh, it, okay, it, it, I'll it, take it. It deserves it. Deserves it. It deserves it. It, it works well. But uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Maybe right now going, oh my god, I'm so bored talking about superheroes. But this is, but but that's the thing is like this is, but that's the thing is like this is almost like, like an anti-superhero type of movie. It's just, it's, it it kind of, it kind of is. Oh my god, you're so boring. Well, no, it's not even just that. It's the fact that like you know these (laughs) these um, but like besides like like the, the 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 battle sequences which are very well choreographed by the way the the, the creature effects kind of go in with it you know hand in hand with it but you know like, let's say psycho gorman is is very similar to like the venom character or or deadpool or you know bishop or who not bishop um lobo from dc it's like yeah, it's yeah. the anti-hero like you 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 want to root for the bad guy and this movie gives you that chance to to do that. No, hold on, so hold on. It's like it's I, like a bizarro I, Marvel I movie in that spawn. aspect. I I, I hope yeah, you know, spawn, Nico. Yeah. It's 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 kind of like uh, uh, a child uh, Loki using the Tesseract to control Thanos. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like a my pet Thanos. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. And just to kind of back backpedal a little bit when you brought up Thundercats, if when when the movie comes out because we all know it's coming, yeah, the yeah. Rock, the Rock from Mumra. Yes. Yeah. I can see that. You have to really convince me. The Rock? Because I am very, very attached to Mumra, and I just picture someone else. That's a different who, discussion. Who, who else can actually do that? We'll, we'll talk oh, about please, that Please don't say time. Jason Momoa. 
Jason Momoa can play any role. Which, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys follow The Rock on it's the total side side. Um, the Rock's little tiny daughter is obsessed with Aquaman and Jason Momoa. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like, saw that. I saw that. You saw that, right? How he, she was making him watch Aquaman like over and over on repeat, and he actually had to draw her a picture. See that right there. So that's like if if Mimi and Psycho Gorman were like real life people. It's The Rock and his daughter. Only The Rock's a good person. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a good dude. But but I mean, just to kind of go back real quick, like yeah, it's this is basically like if if one of the Power Rangers went like rogue and can control Lord Zed. I mean, we can keep going with the similarities here, but but realistically, this is this is like the anti-hero that we we needed. We didn't we yes. didn't know we needed him, but we we don't deserve it, but we needed him. That sound I, that sound right? I, 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 yeah. I don't I don't I don't think it, it, uh, anti-hero is uh, the the right term for PG though. I think he's just pure villain. He's just, villain, he's just, but he's a likable villain because uh, the rest of the people are just absolute. Like we yeah, said, not, they're not, not transparent about their real identity yeah. and their real things. And and you know, Mimi and and PG are both very transparent. Like, this is just who the fuck I am. And that's why I think that they're that they're you know he that he's an anti-hero. I don't, I don't necessarily look at PG as a villain. I don't, I don't think I even did from the trailers because of how he plays dress up with her. And even though granted she has the stone and can control him, but he. Theoretically, I mean, he's enjoying this, and it's clear at the end that he was—he was like Rob said, he was totally down for Mimi and that whole family at the end of it, because they—they they did help him out. Yeah. So it was kind of one hand washes the other, and and he—he he becomes somewhat of a hero, even though he's destroying Earth. But <laughs> can we really can we really blame him though? I mean. Purple giant attack city. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I mean, footage of purple giant. As right. Like, this is something. It's just put a scroll. Say something about him being dickless. Didn't it say like dickless? Or... Oh yeah, it did. I did it on the bottom. Purple on the scroll on the bottom. Yeah. You're up. So we were talking about the um. The character designs, I just love the fact that how unique all of the different sort of rogues gallery of ancillary characters like uh, Psycho Gorman's generals. Each one of them was so unique to the other. That I, would, mm-hmm. I hope that on the, I don't, you have the DVD or the Blu-ray. Hopefully there's some special feature where they, oh, yeah. to the, like, the, where they talk about their backstory. You have like a robot pirate with his robot parrot. Yeah. <laughs> And you had the washing was machine. Was it Caesar that 3000 or something like that? Right. And you had the washing machine that squirts blood. And the witch, whose like head is rolling away, and she thinks she's getting away, and she gets run over by the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my favorite one was the one who was like the Mars attacks brain in the dome. Yeah. And there's that scene <laughs> where um, where Pandora brings in the woman, you know, the Earthling, and turns her into the cube, the meat cube. And the and the skull is trying to look, and the other guy's trying to cover his face. (laughs) And the skull is, and it's just a rubber mass skull thing. It's obviously just, and he's like looking around trying to look. I just loved how unique it was. Like um, it was like the cantina scene in uh, Star Wars. They're all so unique. And I I wanted to know all of their backstories. I wanted to know. I was wondering if if you guys had a, if everybody had a favorite. Like I love the brain in the dome. The brain brain. in the dome. Alistair, one hundred percent, Alistair. I want to oh, see more of what happens to Alistair. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Alistair. Alistair. <laughs> and just because she had a crush on him. I mean, he was like such a blah little kid, too. Like, he was not that cool to hang out with, but like when he turns into the brain blob, she then he's hunky boy. If I, if I had, yeah, because that was Mimi's hunky boy, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. right? If I had it's to like, pick a favorite, it was the cop. 
Oh, all the cop. Oh, bio cop, bio cop all the way. Bio cop. Uh, just, just the way the way he walked and randomly shot the fucking gun. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. It was really great. Which, Please kill me. And she's like, like, why would you ruin a perfectly good card like this? Uh, yeah. I, after 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 our discussion, I will send you the the bio cop uh, uh, trailer that that they <laughs> shot. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, the actor who plays Greg is actually in that one as well, playing a uh, uh, like a drug dealer, and it's and it's fucking hilarious. But yeah, BioCop all the way. Uh, I'm I'm absolutely biased to BioCop. <laughs> oh, and before before I move on, I just, uh, the scene where uh, PG uh, freezes the one junkie, one of the three junkies, and he makes him like suffer for all eternity, and oh, the kids yeah. accidentally knock him over, yeah. and he shatters. I'm like, oh, okay, this movie's my kind of movie. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I did love that scene. That's a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many. Um, Erica. So, yeah. I (laughs) have to mention this because, like, I'm even lukewarm about this particular movie I'm going to mention, but it has a lot of Wishmaster influence in it. We said the same thing. We were like, there's some Wishmaster stuff in there, but it, like, took it and improved it, in my opinion. Right, Uh, right. So yeah, as much as I love Andrew, like as a person and an actor, I'm not like a huge, huge Wishmaster fan, even though I'm wearing his hand sculpted ring right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can buy gin rings, uh, but yeah. Anyway, like the between the gem and like the whole look of PG and they, some of his lines, where he says, "Run," or you know, "Your wish is my command." Yeah, yeah. He, like turns Alistair into that brain blob when, you know, when he says that, and it's like this is very Wishmastery. Um, yeah. So I was watching a, an interview on YouTube with the director, and he's like, "Yeah, I love Wishmaster," but he's like, I, "I wasn't consciously thinking about the gemstone." Like when I watched it later, it's like, "Yeah, that's kind of a Wishmaster thing," but he wasn't planning that like the gem element to be. Apparently, some of the monster look for PG was sort of based on the gin to some extent, which makes sense. And I sense. picked up on that because I know when we did our Wishmaster one, I was a little harsh on the film, um, but I gave it all the points for, for Andrew's performance, yeah. and I gave it all the points for, um, you know, what I did like about it. And they took those yeah. things that I did like about it and put it in this film. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. You know, I, I, so I like it, was, it was what I wanted Wishmaster to be. I know, like, yeah, I had different expectations for Wishmaster as well, based on stills from Fangoria magazine back in 1997, and then I saw the film, and it's like, Hmm. I kind of let down in certain areas, mostly Uh, from the main character. Wait, wait, you know what I just realized? Uh, uh, yeah. Psycho Goreman is Wishmaster if Tammy Lauren was played authentically. It just hit me. Right. It's like, yeah, there it is. Yeah. There it is right there. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the Wishmaster thing really did pop in when we were watching it right there at the beginning. When, the same when time we were like, Wishmaster. When, when he's dealing with the homeless guys. When the guy's yeah. like, I don't want to die. And he's like, okay, live forever. And it was yeah. just, he said it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's this the is delivery very is similar. Yeah. yeah. Even down to the rolling of the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the effects were a good throwback to, and we all agreed that we like the effects in Wishmaster. 
And, you know, I, I thought that uh, PG was played well, just as um, Andrew Dioff did a great job as the gen, which is one of the things I did like about Wishmaster. Which is a, a funny piece of trivia I saw that, that talked about he spent so much time in the PG costume, uh, the right. guy, the, the actor that played um, uh, PG, that uh, that when he was out of the, the makeup, they actually called security on him <laughs> because they didn't <laughs> they know who he was. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. So yeah, that we we saw that interview. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. I actually ordered the um, the Blu-ray. Of this I didn't get the like the cool one with the the collector cards. I I gotta see what these collector cards look like. But I just got the they're on Amazon. Put it in chat. Yeah, the Blu-ray from Amazon, and it's like okay, it's not gonna come here in time for the the discussion tonight, but. I have to own this movie. It is. Yeah. Very, so I have great. to make my friends watch it. It's just great. I I have uh, a feeling that Scream Factory or, or Arrow is going to end up doing some type of special edition for this. I think it's too. It's it's it's, it's right up the alley for one of them to to put out another special, mm-hmm. like an American special edition. Yeah. I mean, just based on like, we have almost 3,100 followers now on Twitter. Oh, I love them. Oh, um, these are- see, the cat makeup. Um, yes. <laughs> Biocop. Pandora. Pandora. Nice. So, yeah, I, I was hoping to be able to get the, the DVD in time to watch all the special features and get some cool trivia or facts about this, but I didn't get it in time. I did find a good interview on YouTube, though, so that's how I discovered that Wishmaster was maybe a bit of an influence. <laughs> I mean, that was our first thought, you know, going in, you know, just watching the first 20 minutes, we were like, whoa, this has got some Wishmaster vibes. Yeah, yeah. definitely picked up on a lot of different influences, I think, that, that could be brought to this. I mean, we can go back in some obscure 80s films, really, yeah. even. I mean, there's just so much we could really pull from. But the transparency in our characters is mm-hmm. something that is refreshing and the fact that there's really Absolutely. no redemption arc i mean we have the little he learns they learn to love each other as fellow psychos but i mean you know yeah. we don't we don't it's not a morality tale it's not anything more than just pure enjoyment i was never bored um except for the parts where mimi was bored and that's why i gotta say so i did my mimi cosplay tonight um, I got a little bit of Mimi in me, not completely, but uh, enough um, that I, I totally could vibe with her. And um, I think it was just refreshing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I dragged my feet and I was sorry that I did. I'm like, oh, shit, this was great. Yeah. I was the same way, too. I'm like, oh, it's like a kid's movie again. I don't want to watch one of these. It's like, OK, we're doing an episode. I'll watch it. It was like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. I love this. And what's and- what's funny is that. I'm sorry. Go ahead and go ahead, Candy. I was just gonna say that's the beauty of the show is because we do this and some we change minds all the time. You guys are have already changed my rating. Um, and I'll I go first so you'll find out. But um, you know um, it, it's just that we we sometimes are like ah this doesn't seem like my kind of thing, or even going into the discussion you have a certain point of view, but by the end of it it's changed. And so you know we grow and we find these things that become like oh my god this I gotta own this I gotta. I get it, you know, whatever. It's it's that's one of the wonderful things, one of the many wonderful things that comes from the show in my life. Yeah, and and not even just the show, but just the conversations we have. Yes. Dave had posted a couple weeks ago about the car, and I hadn't seen that movie in forever, and so 
you know, went back and I probably would have never thought about it again because, you know, it was such an obscure film when I was a kid. I think it was something my dad had had put on and, and I ended up watching it. But, you know, just things like that, like we all bring so many different things to the table and different genres. And, you know, with that warrior show that that Rob had been talking about and I kept seeing him talk about it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to check it out. Now I'm fucking in love with this show. So and I'm so glad you guys uh sold me on Cobra Kai because I like I want to watch that for the first oh, time again. It. I love that like, goddamn I mean, show. That show made me feel so good. That's how you do nostalgia correctly. Yeah. There's a way to fuck that up and most people do, but they did it correctly in Cobra Kai. So I mean we're all just we we kind of push a little bit and it's good when we accept like because I'm like, oh I never without that push I don't think I would have done it, you know, kind of thing. So and um on that note, let's go ahead and go into reviews. Yeah. Now, um, I go first. I go first. So when I, I say that every show, like I just go first because oh I want to. I always go first. Um, yeah, Mimi. And now we can just accept that, yeah, Candy's a little bit Mimi. Um, if that didn't come to your attention previously. Um <laughs> I have to give it 10 out of 10 outfit montages because I like outfit montages. I was going to give it like 9 or 9.5 because of the feminist issue that I brought up. But once we discussed it, I, it changed my mind because I thought maybe I'm being I'm looking at this too critically. And and just hearing all your guys' feedback made me bump it up to a 10. I really had a great time start to finish. Not a boring moment. When I when Mimi was bored, I was bored and it quickly changed. So I was happy for that. Um, it was like, you know, this is my taste because i'd be like shut up i don't care this is so boring um but yeah so we got to i got saved from the boring <laughs> but uh, um no I, I i just had a lot of fun and i i saw a little bit of myself in there but i'm not a complete psycho i just i'm really bossy i'm a strong woman um that doesn't make me a bitch <laughs> but i can be But that's what I have to say. Um, And outfit montages, there's entirely way too few outfit montages these days. And so that was a nice little 80s, you know, throwback without it being overtly so. We get a little outfit montage. I'm like, ah, this feels good. I like these. And it's kind of like stupid, but it's fun. Uh, I loved it. So, uh, moving on to Sean. All right, I'm going to give this uh, 9.5 Wiener Bros. Ah. <laughs> I I absolutely love this film. Um, I want to own this film. Um, yeah. The only thing that what took me down uh, a point or half a point is I kind of felt like uh, the mom and the dad, their, their acting was a little wooden uh, oh. at times. And, you know, other than that, I thought that, the uh, the dialogue in this was great. I loved Mimi. Um, I loved how she was she was strong, but she was also an asshole um, <laughs> to her brother. But she was a romantic but as she, well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the uh, the special effects in this were great. The CGI I think worked really well with this. Um, the rubber suited monsters, which you know for me like like I said, you know Power Rangers, Guar, you know it was all kind of a throwback. Um, and, and like Dave said, like all of the, the, uh, Templar obsidian, they were very unique and, and I do, I want to know, you know, what worlds they came from and, and, you know, I want to know backstory. And and a lot of times, like that's kind of off-putting for me. Like I don't need to know backstory, 
but now I kind of want to, you know, I want I want origin stories now. So yeah, 9.5 Wiener Bros. Uh, Rob. Of course, 10 out of 10 hunky boys. (laughs) (laughs) Or do I? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. This, this, this movie was made for me. There's no doubt about it. I'm glad you guys love it because it was made for me. This movie is mine. It belongs to me. <laughs> no, yeah, this is this is everything I could have hoped for more with a movie like this. You know, it would take everything I love from my childhood, gore, aliens, monsters, sci-fi fighting. The, especially the 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 Giver 2 uh, inspiration is clear. They even have in the, in the big fight in the woods, even one of the monsters even does a Giver kick on PG, which is a... Uh, which which is amazing. Uh, I think Steve Stephen Kotansky did a great job. Uh, I, I forgot to mention he also did um, uh, Leprechaun Returns, ah. uh, which uh, which I I love. It was like one of my uh, I, I thought one of the best uh, Leprechaun movies. I am a fan of the Leprechaun movies. The, don't judge me. <laughs> no, I liked them too. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. No, let me let me let me tell you. I I, I bought the triple feature uh, years ago, and I should have forgot. And I, and I showed it to, to, to Di, and Di was like, oh, what are you making me watching? And by the third one, she was like, do they have more of these? <laughs> and, and, and I was like, yeah. Uh, do you think, because we had a local FYE, do you think FYE has them? I think FYE has a few. Let's go. Well, right now? She was like, yeah, 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 I'll drive you. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> so I had to go and get her more Leprechaun movies because she wanted to see more. But yeah, um, this this movie is just so great. Uh, it makes me feel more warm and fuzzy inside. I absolutely love Mimi. I, I, I adore that girl. She was the best. From, from, from the very beginning with the crazy ball, Like I also love the part where uh, her mom calls it kooky ball and she gets so offended. Crazy ball! <laughs> <laughs> Like, like how, like how dare you call it, call it that? Yeah. Uh, Crazy ball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh. Luke is 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 a real fucking pussy, but he doesn't drag it down for me. Uh. I love I love that scene. We forgot to touch on it. The scene where he uh, PG goes into his dream to try to yeah. convince him to turn on. <laughs> And then and then uh, he he turns him down, and they have to stay there until the fucking yeah. dream ends. <laughs> Until the dream concludes. <laughs> right. And they're just standing there awkwardly and shit. <laughs> like also, um, there there's real shades of phantasm there. Like when the it goes yeah. into the dream, that shot where it pulls out is very like much when uh it's Mike wakes yeah. Yeah. When Mike wakes up in the dream with the tall man standing over him and the, the dwarves come out and grab him from the graves. Yeah. So like yeah, that you can see like instances in there like with the inspirations, but and it doesn't like really overdo them. Yeah. Like I, I love that about it. Like it just puts them in there, and like you notice them, but it's like it doesn't like make it a point to just like here, look, look, remember this from this wink, movie. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, I took this from this movie. Do you like it? He just puts them in the background, but like it's got its own story going on, and the story is so great. And you you know you got this other world, and like yeah, I would like to see more from you know the 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 other characters. This world building stuff is great, but uh. Yeah, I, I, I fucking adore this movie so much. That's why I had to have that hunky boy edition. And uh, yeah, 10 out of 10 hunky boys. My hunky boys. <laughs> oh. Erica. Oh, man. <clears throat> so I'm probably stealing this rating from someone. I think I'll give it 10 out of 10 Alistairs. God damn it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Sorry, I had a feeling like, I don't know, like Nico was probably going to want this. 
Well, I only mentioned he was my favorite character through the entire thing. Oh, 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 wait, wait. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention in my review. <laughs> justice for the justice for Alistair. Alistair deserved better. Like, I mean, Mimi, Mimi still loved him as a big she, she, not, she still, she still loved him, but like even Di was like, oh, they just left Alistair like that at the end, and I was like, they yeah. They couldn't change it because they're like, you think it'll be a normal again? She's like, no, but I still love you. Right, 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 right. His parents seemed okay with it. He's like you think beautiful blob or whatever. You think beautiful blob. Yeah, I I love that. I love that she still loves him no matter if he's a fucking brain blob with eyeballs and tentacles. But uh, he he definitely deserves better. He's eating dinner with his parents and he's just kind of moving the food around with his tentacles on the plate. Like he can't really eat. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. The poor thing. So, like, PG has the power to transform this kid into this brain blob. Maybe he can't transform him back. Like, I don't know the rules right. of his powers. They never really address that. He, he can. He just doesn't want to. It's like, yeah, maybe there's just not a motive to, or maybe it only it's a one-way trip. I'm not sure. I was a little curious about, like, like of course, if they establish too many rules of how his powers work, that might ruin, you know, future films in some ways. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, especially if it's a sequel, sequels sometimes over-explain stuff. Oh, yeah. And maybe you yeah. want to just leave the mystery there. But, yeah, that was a hilarious punchline that he's kind of this afterthought, and he's just going to stay the brain blob, but they're not going to fix him. <clears throat> so, yeah, anyway, like, yeah, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Um, it's... Uh, just freaking hilarious it it just parodied or inverted all the things i hated about kid-friendly uh, horror and sci-fi films from like the 80s and early 90s so i i don't know i just i just got such a kick out of this and <clears throat> i regret you know putting off watching it for so long me too yeah, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll watch it. That'd be one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, kind of grudgingly, yeah, there are good things about this, but it's really not my thing. No, I love this film, and I'm going to inflict it on my friends now. I'll yeah. be like, hey, I'm going to watch this or frig you, you know? <laughs> yeah, frig off. Yeah. I'm the heckin' best. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. I don't know what to pick now, so <laughs> for it. Um, t- 10 out of 10, I guess, Psycho Gormans. I don't I don't know. Biocops, something. Biocops. Um, Biocops. Yeah, Biocops works. Biocops works. Sure. 10 out of 10 Biocops. I hate him, but anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love Biocop. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, you know, I, I was I was already hooked from the first trailer when I, when I saw it. I had quite a few friends that were like, "This movie is going to be a definite cult classic," and they were not wrong. Um, I, I think Rob and I were like the first two to actually watch this. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got I got I got it just just before you, you guys did, were right? Once a campaigned in chat to get no me no on the no. Show. I got it I got it on Voodoo like like the weekend that it came out. I I grabbed it on Voodoo like as soon as it hit. I was like. I asked him, I was like, should I get it? Because it was on there. He's like, yeah, get it. So, like, I, I, I got it. Yeah. So, like, I think him and I had watched it, like, I think simultaneously, like, that weekend we had both seen it. When no, it opened, I, I, no open, I think I, but you know I, what I mean. I think I seen it uh, before you did, because uh, I remember when you asked that you was like, uh, should, should I watch it? I was like, yeah, yeah, watch it, dude. Yeah. Seriously. And like, I think I told you, like, oh, I'm like, oh, it was fucking. Actually, as a matter of fact, I think I did see it first, and I was like, dude, watch this fucking movie. It's right up your alley. And you were like, bet. And I think you got it, like, I think you even bought it on Voodoo, didn't you? I think it was like one of the few no, times you I, bought it on digital. No, I went, I, I bought it on uh, Amazon Prime. 
Oh, that's right, because it was it was already a, yeah, because it was on digital first before yeah, yeah. the case may be. Yeah, it, but, didn't um, out, it, didn't, it didn't come out until a uh, uh, Blu-ray until March. I I actually was able to put on quite a few people to this movie um, since since I had seen it that day. Um, my my roommate Rose actually got to watch it. Um, I was working and she was off. And I came downstairs to get like a little quick drink and she's like, Oh, I watched Psycho Gorman and I was like, Oh, what'd you think? And she's like, you know, initially I thought it was gonna be one of those stupid boy movies and she's like, and I loved it. She's like, Mimi's like my absolute favorite from the movie. So, you know, that that gave me perspective that this this was something that it's gonna continue to this this movie is something I like to say it's gonna have legs and it's gonna yeah. continue on probably forever this thing the responses and how quickly they happened on social media when i announced just today yeah yeah i i'd say like this is pretty much akin to american psycho we're not don't know, i'm not having a psycho thing where it was almost an immediate cult hit yeah when mm-hmm. it when it hit like i i feel like this this came with enough word of mouth that that people you know they they kind of trust you know your like like we all loved it Let's be honest. We don't think anybody here hated the movie at all. No. We all loved it. We're telling people that are listening to this, you're going to love this movie. I think that that's going to continue for years to come. Would not be surprised if there's a sequel at some point, and I, I don't want to jinx it, but let's be honest, we're probably going to get an American remake of this at some point. <laughs> some Hollywood-style bullshit remake of, of this movie. That we movie. won't watch. <laughs> we won't watch yeah. it, but I mean, it'll it'll be like the equivalent of Rob Zombie doing the monsters, but we won't talk about that either. Uh, well, they yeah. uh, they kind of left it they kind of left it open at the end because when it goes to the council, and they, I love that and scene. they and, and he says something about Plan B. Well, know? no, he yeah. pulled out the gun. He said, "Who's going to kill themselves first? Oh, yeah, that's, that's the right. Plan B. Fuck. Never like, mind. All but I, I, I still I still like, think. I still think there's enough in here. I think there's enough in here that there can be a sequel or even prequel, depending on like the creature, you know, because the the special effects were on point, the 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 acting was on point. Even though like the the mother and dad were kind of wooden, I think that that's part of its charm is that it's almost like an 80s movie where like back then like they were super over actors at during like that that time period. the, the, the score for, we're stun people so there's that right that's what i mean but even still like it but it still fits in with like the whole 80s aesthetic where like even the most wooden of actors can make a memorable memorable performance in a in a film but um the true mvp of the movie is alistair <laughs> that's there's i don't think there's anybody that uh would disagree with that I 100% would be on board for a for a sequel to this. I I think that there's there's still some more story left for, even if it became like like, like a comic book or something, a, a series on Shutter. Like I don't care. Give us more Psycho Gorman. I think this is something that that has the potential to be even bigger than what it what it is now. And I, I think it's just only going to continue for this. And and honestly, I I will say that that little girl is a star on the rise. Yeah. 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 I I. Would not be surprised if you start seeing her in more and more things in, in the near, very near future. That you you don't you know, you'll you'll be seeing her in a lot of shit soon. Mm-hmm. So ten out of ten, I guess. Biocops, creature effects, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, yeah, recommended. Go go watch it right now. Yeah. Uh, Dave. I'm gonna give it nine out of ten meat cubes. 
<laughs> my, my, my biggest problem with this was the dad. I have a hard time getting around his character. He was just the biggest piece of shit. There were so many, you know, like, like, uh, when his arm is hurt and, you know, he says to his wife, you need to pick up a few more shifts at the pharmacy. The way she looks at him is like, bitch, what? But then, and then, right, she becomes a, a, a paladin or a, a Templar, and is going to kill him. But then at the end, she takes his whiny ass off to the hospital with his, you know, broken wrist, and she's like, with okay, honey. rolling of her eyes. Like, so uh, I, I didn't care for the dad, but I I, really, I loved the, the um, unique character designs of all the different aliens. I wish they had done trading cards with, like, a little paragraph, a little blurb of each of them with their little backstories where you had, like, the washing machine that squirt blood and the robot pirate. I want to know all these backstories. And I loved you mentioned the scene where the uh, the guy is saying, okay, who wants to kill themselves first? The fact that he throws down, like, a 38 revolver. Why was it a 38 revolver? Shouldn't it have been, like, a ray gun or some future? added to the comedy uh, of that it, just you know? Me up, the fact that it was, like, and the, a the little brain guy raises his hand. Right, he raises his hand. I love that brain guy. I, I don't want to cosplay as him so bad. Yeah. Oh, and uh, one thing I wanted to mention, no, no one else mentioned this just because I'm older than y'all. The planet Gygax was a reference to Gary Gygax, one of the uh, creators of D&D. That, yes. that gave me a little a little happy chill in my heart. Yeah, we had a little, we were talking about that. We it's like, funny you say that too, because my our son walked in right as they were talking about when he did that, that backstory about Gy, the planet Gygax. And my son even said, why does that name sound familiar? He, because he he watches uh, Ready Player One, and they mention they mention uh, Gary Gygax in that a lot, and so he knew, and and it was kind of a heartwarming thing, like oh my god, my yeah. son knows who Gary Gygax is. Yeah, I'm still relevant. Raising happy. nerds, we're <laughs> raising nerds. But I I like it a lot. I have to watch it. The best kind. Time, um, I know. And, and get past the dad. I'm gonna have to work on that. Oh, yeah. like I, 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 I gotta say, I'm, I'm, I'm disheartened to hear all this hate for Greg. I loved Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I thought. I, went, I mean, I, yeah. I wanted to look at Greg the way that he was in Look at Greg. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I, I, I love it. He was just a lovable. Pick up some more shifts. No, he wasn't a lovable. He like even in the well, shots, I was so, like he was their lovable. backyard, even like their backyard was in total disarray. Like motherfucker, grab the lawnmower, fucker. You know, check the fence. <laughs> Although no. I did love the scene, one of you, I can't remember, I think it was Nico mentioned when uh, <coughs> PG has to keep coming back and giving him the directions. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was it's, funny. Oh. <laughs> it's on the corner of my No, I was talking I about. that is. <laughs> I, I was talking about my favorite scene with him with uh, when he destroys the uh, the fucking the dinner in the microwave and he does the cleaning. He's just like, you're you're welcome. Well, look at the microwave. You're welcome. And he's just got like the tear in his eye, get all misty eyed and all that shit. And it's uh, just like, oh, what a I loser, love him. Fucking dude, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm messing up the microwave set me off. I set off some of my buttons right. I knew there. it. I knew. It. I, it I saw that. Hours I, of scrubbing. <laughs> I know. Cover your I, food. I, I, I saw you that monster. I, I saw that part and it was like Dave is gonna hate this. Uh, <laughs> God. As the person who has to clean the microwave, usually, I mean, I'm I, I get to be off duty right now because of my back, but um, some kind of soul, and I'm assuming it wasn't our daughter, so I'm assuming it was this man <laughs> scrub oh. the microwave. Now, do you know understand? Do you understand why I am the way I am about the fucking microwave? Like, cause it's forever to clean it. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. disgusting. I know. You need like fresh sponges all day. That's right. Oh, this is, you know about me and sponges. The house it cleans. That's right. The house it cleans. <laughs> <laughs> the house that he's clean. 
This house is clean. Yes, it's clean. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're a little, we have some little side, side things that we are, but, um, hold yes. on, hold on, hold on one second. Can we, can we all agree that, that, that little, uh, song that they do for the end credits is fucking awesome? The two hands, one heart. Yeah, yeah. that was for, that was. I mean, it's I only it's only a minute and change, band. but that song. And cool. they didn't mention this, but I'm gonna throw it in right now. Where they made him the drummer in the band, Alistair is back there, you know, he's the in the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. She's like, like fucking rocking out with her little side ponytail. I'm the heckin' best, you know. And then she turned into a love song, or like it's this is love. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, a yeah. song about how great she is. <laughs> and everybody can sprig off. I'm like. That, that's 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 the beauty of Mimi. I love Mimi so much. <laughs> I and I, I went into this thinking like, okay, um, and I I guess this says I've obviously taken too long of a break from the show, but I was thinking, oh my god, like I hope people aren't like, wow, all the, the females are awfulness. I'm like, well, it wasn't their fault. They're just strong women, and strong women can definitely be read as bitches. And I was hoping I wasn't gonna hear that because the Mimi and me would have come out. Um, like, excuse me, no. <laughs> Just because they're strong doesn't make them a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do my ponytail flip tonight because it's like you know, Mimi was constantly flipping her ponytail. I was gonna do the sunglasses too, but I forgot those. Um, oh. so. Yeah, that was just, I, I'm really glad that uh, to Nico and, and to Rob for uh, having me put this on the schedule. Um, it was not something I would have done on my own without coercion, coercion. And I was not impressed by the trailer, so I had to force myself to sit down. And I'm so glad I did. I laughed so hard. And I really needed the laughter. I laughed through the whole fucking movie. I laugh at gore, so there was a lot of that. And just it was a really funny film. So, you know. Convince me more. You guys are great. <laughs> I really, really had fun. Um, well, we we do it for each other. You got us to love uh, brain damage. We got you with Psycho Gore, man. The house that gives. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So on that note, our next episode is going to uh, also be different. Um, in the mouth of madness, and I know. Um, Erica especially has uh, definitely campaigned for this film. So I'm really excited to talk about this one. So, you know, stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, plugs, Rotten? Uh, of course. Uh, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I'm not. At, uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, of course, you could have us. Uh, you can find us at the Action Junkies. The, um, shout out to my brother who couldn't be here today. To, he had yeah, business to do. Yeah. Uh, also, to, uh, to let you know, he he also loved the movie, and he wanted to put that out there. That, uh, he oh, he's seen it. He loved he loved it, but uh, unfortunately, he couldn't be here. So shout out to my brother. Um, Action Drunkies, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, you can find me as the Cinema Drunkie on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Shout out to Mike from Mike and Atkins Undisputed. My brother over there, and my boy uh, Michael Cook from Hit Rewind. Um, who else am I missing? Oh, shout out to uh, my peoples over at Film Strip for for putting me on that uh, episode where we discussed Battleship. And uh, <laughs> better you than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, we 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 had we had a lot of fun discussing that one. <laughs> I'm sure. 
Yeah, me, me, Mike, and Jay uh, discussed Battleship, and it was a, uh, it was actually a fun conversation. Also, shout out to uh, our our boy Ian from Behind the Screams. Always. Uh, yeah, him and Lindsay. The, shout out to all of them. They're they team going on over there, and. Uh, yeah, that's all I could think of right Shout now. Shout out to Larry because he was. You know, oh yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm so sorry, Larry. Shout out to Larry. The I, f- I forget a lot. I forget a lot. I, I drink and smoke a lot during my youth, and uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I forget. I forget shit. I forget. Like like when when I like people are like oh you forgot to plug this and like I forget shit all the fucking time. Dude. I I try to remember, but I forget something every episode. I for, I forget okay. all the fucking time, and it's like uh, I, sometimes I have to be reminded. You want to plug this? I'm like oh shit yeah 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 yeah. Thank you thank you thank you for fucking reminding me because I forget everything. Like uh, I have the worst. It's a lot time. to remember. I'm trying to keep a list myself because I always forget. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, shout out, shout out to everybody who I just mentioned, and uh, of course, all of us. And uh, yeah, awesome. Okay, uh, Nico. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at El Jefe Del Horror. The boss. The boss. Thank I'm you. So sorry. Thank you. Holy shit. I, I, was, I was typing something on my phone. I can't. Yeah. I can't talk, do stuff. Talk about for, it's forgetting already. <laughs> yeah, holy Listen, shit. I, I um, think a lot right now. <laughs> I will be having um actually I'll, I'll be making some uh, announcements shortly after this weekend after I solidify some stuff with some people um who have been in a, quite a few uh, movies and one particular that's an 80 scream queen. We're gonna sit down and talk this weekend and have a big discussion about where we're going forward with uh, with sticks and stones, Exciting. and to see to see what else uh, who else she could help us get. Um, the crowdsourcing should be up for that soon, as well as the um, open casting call is open right now for anybody ages 18 through 25. Um, you can send your send an email to sticks and stones movie the number one at gmail.com. And the word and is spelled out. Um, just let us know. We'll, we're setting up virtual auditions. We're doing it through uh, through Skype for that. So anybody that's interested, send an email, and then we'll go ahead and send the audition form. We're going to be actually casting for um, doing more open casting call for, for background and for extras throughout the movie. So definitely keep an eye on that. And there is a Facebook page um, coming very shortly for that. And I'll have more information about that soon. And Instagram and Twitter will also be getting And I'm, I'm not sure where else I, I can put one. I don't know, because you guys know more of the social media than I do with this I stuff. I can help you. And I will um, repost the casting call stuff. Uh, I was on it, but then I took a break. So I will re- be reposting all that stuff. Okay. And well, as things much develop. It. And there's going to be there's gonna, actually going to be a lot of developments uh, shortly. So get ready for that. Awesome. I'm so excited for you. Oh, and the, the Joe Bob event. Yes. With tickets should be on sale literally any day now. So by the time this airs, hopefully actually by, by the time this airs, it'll probably be sold out. But yeah, if you get yeah, it, you get it. If not, sorry guys, but if you're going to be there, I guess you'll be able to see all of us at the, at the event at we the Mahoning. Will be there. The house of scares will be there. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. Uh, Erica, Oh, find me at myhorrificlife.com um, and on Instagram at myhorrificlife. And that's really all I got other than I love you guys. Um, Black Lives Matter. Yes. Um, 
fuck Trump even though he's out of office. (laughs) (laughs) Always fuck him. That's like pretty much all I've got to say. Straight to the point. Uh, Dave. Uh, You can find me here. And that's about it. I'm always grateful for everyone who listens. I wanted to say um, for Nico, I, and if I'm not allowed to say this, Sean can edit this out, but I, re- I read the script and I'm looking forward to it. You can, you can absolutely talk about it. I'm re- it was great. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this develops. It was it was really great. I'm very excited about it. I'm excited for you. Uh, thank I, you. you thank you, guys. Thank you all for this. And yeah, I, I, since the election has been over a while now, we haven't said um, be good to each other, but be good to each other. You yes. know? Yes. Yeah, that's always timely. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Be kind to each other. If nothing else, be kind. Yeah, there it is. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Easier than you think. Um, Sean and Dad? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Sean of the Dead. Um, and shout out to Ian, Lindsay, and Lucy uh, across the pond uh, from behind the screams. And Nico, if you need a hunky boy... Uh, in your film as a background, <laughs> I may know somebody. So uh, I, you know what? I absolutely will take take the hunky boys. <laughs> or, do uh, or do I? Or do I? But what? They're, they're, we're, we're missing one, right? Because Max not here. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're missing a hunky that's, boy tonight. That's, yeah, we're missing one of the hunky boys, yep. The, the hunkiest of the boys, that one right there. <laughs> he's, he's, Meg, he's, got the Megatron. he's got the best 100%. hair. Oh, yeah, he's, he's definitely got the best hair. He's got fucking uh, Tubbs hair from Miami Vice. He's fucking, <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he's fucking Swayze with that shit. <laughs> I love when he lets it out. He just kind of... I love my bro. Uh, <laughs> Here I am, struggling over my hair. It's okay. Oh, and happy 420? everybody but um, oh it'll, yeah it'll be passed right. by the time this comes out right uh i, I haven't smoked it so long i totally forgot that uh, oh shit that's right today is 420 uh, i mean we're, we're legal now over here so I might as well tomorrow get back is into it. we will be the last state of the union oh yeah that's right that's legal, right so i just whatever see actually they're what? about to be passing it here soon for for recreational like real real soon it should be legal everywhere i agree seriously that's fucking stupid, <laughs> but okay. And also, also too for Candy and I, I guess um, because Wednesday, rest in peace, Prince. It's the anniversary yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah. Of, of of the goat. We did not oh deserve God, him. Man, uh, the day. No, that I we cried. did not deserve him. We did not deserve him. There's that. There's a couple of memes that like I, I got to share with you later, Candy. But one is okay. one is him playing playing the guitar from purple rain and it says like when when prince um went went to heaven he didn't go into the pearly gates he went in through the outdoor yeah he came in through the outdoor (laughs) actually my 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 favorite one and it's it's so inappropriate but it's him it's a black and white from him during the um diamonds and pearls era when he has like like the curly hair on top and he has like the head wrap and he has the the blow pop in his mouth and it says sorry terrorist there's no more virgins in heaven uh, <laughs> I I like that. Yeah, yeah. See. Um, yeah, but I mean, there was there was no one like him. No, and there never will be. I mean, no, never. Once in a great while, we get somebody that fucking amazing. <sighs> but you know, we still have his music, and I celebrate that. And his movie. I- did hear that? Um, I th- I'm not I'm not sure, but I think some theaters will be doing a screening this weekend. 
Not in Indiana, so I just give up. Of a purple rain, I'm pretty sure. Like I know, I know certain theaters will be doing it as like a it was like a comeback classic to get people to go back to the theater. I'd fucking do it, but they won't do it here. I promise you. If they would, I'd be like on that shit. <laughs> and not here. Um, and I guess that leaves me. Um, I usually forget stuff, so I'm gonna try not to. Um, Twitter. Uh, you can find us at house underscore screams. I pretty much run all of the socials for the, well, I do not pretty much. I actually do. I run all the socials for the show. So, um, you can interact us with, uh, me and slash us there. Um, and, uh, I want to thank everybody for following us and, um, you know, just giving the support there on Twitter. Um, I put together some really cool shit on Instagram for the show. And I also do like my makeup stuff, on there, um, as uh, you've heard in the previous couple of episodes, I have my own makeup line that's fledgling right now, um, uh, Final Girl Cosmetics. But um, I'm actually, you can't see me right now, but uh, wearing most of it tonight. And soon Erica will be wearing it. Yes, <laughs> so, absolutely. I'm so excited to, to see other people wearing it. Uh, I put a lot of work and effort into that. And you can find that um, if you go into my Instagram, which is Candy the Final Girl, of course, um, you'll find all the links to to find all those things. I'm doing a giveaway, which will be over long before this episode airs. So fucking doesn't matter. Pretend that didn't happen. Um yeah, um, and also we do have Facebook, and I never promote that, uh, but we do have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group. If you're interested in getting involved in the show, maybe coming on for, you know, a guest spot, which are, you got to move quick on those. They fill up fast. Um, you know, just pop on by or get in touch with me in any any one of those. Um, those are the main places that you will find me interacting um, for the show. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> this was this was a really fun episode. I w- I'm glad it's my return episode. Um, listeners already know that I wasn't I wasn't completely on The Shining. I did have to run my mouth a little bit because <laughs> uh, maybe and me was having a little hard time uh, giving up the reins of my show, even though he's can my I, co-host. We're can all I, uh, co-hosts can I, What, what oh, did you rate that movie at all by chance? I did not because I chose not to. I, I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna little... I'm gonna give it a one out of out of ten. I don't I don't care. That movie's a giant piece of anything, shit. So I made an art reference, and I oh. called it a banana tape to the wall. Yeah, uh, it I... actually works when you if you want to like I know you don't want to listen to that discussion because I rage out. I didn't I didn't want to listen to it. Um, and that was during my break. I needed a. Yeah, she wasn't even supposed to be on the fucking. Episode. Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nico. I gave it one out of ten. Uh, assless. Furry chaps. He did when I was he, when he. Oh, you I hated it. Here. You hated it too. No, I gave it two he ratings. He did it when he knew I was here. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> no, that's so definitely funny. one where the where the book is way better. I mean, I know we always say that the book is better, but let's. I mean, it's definitely a you know two different yeah, well, versions of the same story. Or if you want to go back and watch that episode, you'll see me pop in at the end and give a, a speech because I refuse <laughs> to rate it. I, I would not even rate it. So um yeah, so skip to that. You'll you'll get a giggle. I know you're I'm, weird. I'm sure I'm like sure I will that. because you and I you and I agree on definitely how much that movie sucks. We agree on most things, honestly. We do. We do. Um. <laughs> Just not superheroes apparently, but everything else no. we do. <laughs> Keep working on her. I I will try, but you know you know who can get her to watch it? Joe Bob. 
Mm, yeah. Or, or 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 Tommy Atkins. Daddy yeah. Tom. <laughs> Nico, Nico will be procuring some Daddy Tom for me, and I have to be ever so. So thankful. there's, I meant to, I meant to tell you about that too. So there's, there's two ways you could either do that, or they actually have a link on there where you can send in your stuff or request something now, and you can, you can send it in, and they'll, they'll mail it to you. Oh shit! Really? Um, can so you either, either or. Yes, I will send that to you. But either or, because I'm not sure if the price is going to be the same when they're there. Well, yeah, send me the link, and um, we'll talk and we'll compare a little bit. Yeah, we'll and, we'll and get it figured out. We'll work it out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, either way, either way, it works out because I get a picture with Tom Atkins, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't, but I'm like something autographed to me from him. So you know, because I missed out on George, I missed out on so many important people, and I can't take chance. I never got to meet John Saxon. I can't take chances with Tom Atkins. Okay, can't this do is it. True. So. I want something for me. I got you. I got you. It's so important to me. I, I wish I would have done that with George, and I just thought I had time. You, you think you have time, but you don't. Okay. I'll never get over the George thing, clearly. Candy doesn't let go. Um, Like Rose and Titanic. <laughs> but she let okay. him go. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Um, Yeah, so... Anyway, excited for In the Mouth of Badness. Stay tuned for that. And thank you guys so much for a wonderful conversation. Thank you uh, for getting me to watch this movie. I I really needed it at this time in my life. I I, I don't know if you guys knew the, the struggle I was going through. Um, I know one of you did know because I was talking to them. But, uh, yeah, I needed this. And I'm so glad to be back. So, onward. And, uh, yeah, I love you guys, and i um, looking forward to talking some more. Love you, too. Love, love you, guys. Love you, love you guys. Good Have night. a good night. Somebody good catch night. my kiss and blow it back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Love, love you. you. Good night. <laughs>